Joining us on the phone is State Representative Carlton Wing from over in North Little Rock. Hey, how you doing today, uh, State, Rep- State Representative? Get that? That's a You're big doing mouthful. Great, Dave. Big mouthful. <laughs> All right. So I've been asking, this has kind of been my lead-in question with everybody dealing with the governor and this whole refugee thing, is the first time that you heard about this over social media. It was yes, and I and I was I was curious about that as well, and I was um, you know obviously this came down the on the twenty third of December, so it's all still fairly fresh. But I do know that the governor has reached out to the legislators whose districts would be affected uh, since this is up in Northwest Arkansas. I believe he's spoken with uh, Robin Lundstrom and Jim Dotson, I believe. So uh, they can confirm that, but I do think he talked to the legislators whose districts would directly be impacted. All right, so you're up in northwest Arkansas right now. There's no marching in the streets or anything right now, is there? (laughs) I'm en route. I'm actually at the uh, Brahms in Alma, uh, (laughs) heading that way. Hey, Brahms has some of the best hamburgers and ice cream. I can just vouch for that. Absolutely. (laughs) So how how do you feel about this? Everybody we've talked to today are showing some real kind of trepidation about all of this and the way it's been carried out and how... You know, you guys were kind of an afterthought about this. I mean, we've had, you know, State Senator Stubblefield and Garner and now Senator Hammer sitting here in the studio with us today. Are, are, you, are you concerned about what's happening? Well, I, I think that that's reflective of the total issue of any time you bring up the word immigration. People uh, have various responses, and most of them have been negative just because of the way that our government has handled immigration for decades. And so, yeah, there's a lot of reason to be concerned. And when I first heard about it, I I got some concern as well. The more I've dived into this and as I've looked around and I see that this actually comes from President Trump. And so if there's one thing that we can trust President Trump with is his stance on immigration. Uh, And so that that's a good thing. So if I'm going to give a benefit of the doubt, I'm certainly going to give it to President Trump, who ran on immigration. Um, and so that that that's something that gives me some more comfort with this is that if he's the one at the helm of this, then we should be in good shape. Also, I know that 15 other Republican governors have signed on to this. Most of our border states have as well. I believe the only two that have not are Texas and Mississippi. And that, that might be just they haven't done it yet. A lot of people are mulling this over right now. Another good thing that I like about this, when I say like, I'm not talking about the overall Topic, but just initial responses. President Trump is also fulfilling yet another campaign promise of bringing more power to the states. This was a federal thing before. We had no say in it at all. And so we had refugees placed in Arkansas in 2019. That was under the old pact where the federal government could do anything they wanted to. Now, President Trump is giving the local states and even the local locales have to approve this say so in this, which is yet another uh, kind of 10th Amendment kind of a deal, which I'm pretty big on, on giving the states more opportunities to have a say in what's going on in their states. Well, I understand everything that you're saying, but my question is, going back to what I'm wanting to get to, is are you concerned that the governor of this state, without really talking to the legislature or talking to the people of the state, decided to allow, you know, Syrian refugees to be resettled into our state, and once they're resettled, if they want to leave where they're at, they can move anywhere they want to. 
Well, yeah, I think the implementation of that is critical. And yes, I, as a legislator, I want to be able to know what's going on. I'd like to be able to handle factually, you know, fortunately, I mean, I guess fortunately, unfortunately, I found out first through social media, but what if uh, constituents had been calling me and said, hey, Representative Wing, what's, uh, what's going on with this? And I've got to say, going on with what? You know, so that's one of those things where, yes, it would be great. And it would have, I think it would be far more preferable had there been some reach out to uh, to statewide to the legislators. Now, I, I've not spoken with any of the Northwest Arkansas legislators yet to uh, to see what their conversations were like, if there was any input solicited uh, or not. But, uh, you know, the fact of the matter is uh, it's, it's an executive branch thing. Sometimes there's a separation of powers. And you think, well, what do we as the legislature have to do? Um, I, I, I was able to catch most of what Senator Hammer was saying and I agree that, you know, we could put out a resolution, but what we have is the power of communication. And even if there's not anything physically that we can do to stop something, we can certainly um, alert our constituents, let our people know exactly what the details are if we do have legitimate concerns on this. And uh, ultimately, the cities uh, will be responsible as well uh, to be able to implement or not implement. Senator Jan Morgan here. Uh, thank you for calling in the show. I, one thing I think that you all could do is, out of your hearing, get your questions answered so that you can explain to the people what's going on, but also uh, ask for and seek some sort of tracking of these people in the state, some sort of state program that will show us if any of these people, for example, make sure that when they get their driver's license, that there is an attachment to that license that automatically pings a database if they are arrested for any crime so that we have a way to find out how many of these refugees that we're taking in actually are are contributing to our violent crime problems in this state, Uh, as well as the fiscal issue of how many of these children are ending up on the welfare rolls when we are turning out our own people and not taking care of our own citizens. We're still, what, at 26% poverty rate, child poverty rate, and we're 18.9% poverty rate in Arkansas, and it's steadily increasing every year. And I just, I I know senior citizens programs were cut by over 2.5 million and disabled citizens in this this, uh, state have had their their entitlements cut from the state, uh, not completely, but have had to suffer cuts, and yet we're bringing in refugees. How much of that bill are we going to have to to fill? And I think that you would probably have less backlash from the people if a lot of this information was put out there so they could know and yeah. and to know, too, that, that we're keeping close tabs on these people that are in our state already and that we know when they're when they're moving around to other areas of the state and if they're contributing to our violent crime issue because they have statistically and and, and even in other countries they've been responsible for a, a, a rash of of violent crimes and just have absolutely depleted the welfare systems and and I know this I just returned from the Caribbean where I was talking to people from the UK who were just complaining nonstop about what the refugees yeah. had done to their country and, and I think those are excellent points, because as a citizen myself, I want to know if somebody's coming in, are they going to, A, pose a threat to my safety, and then, B, are they going to cause an unnecessary drain on our very limited resources? Those are those are excellent questions to ask. Now, one good thing about that is, A, I go back to the fact that this is President Trump doing this. Uh, this is not any previous administration. This is President Trump that's uh, in charge of this. So that, that gives me some confidence into the vetting that's taking place with Secretary Pompeo and the federal government as well. Secondly, um, I have done a little bit of research into um, the organization within Arkansas that is going to be handling this. And the numbers that they report are that within um, 
three to six months, 90% of them on the, on the assistance that they're receiving are receiving less benefits. And within a year, uh, they are almost all of them self-sustaining. Um, so these are different sets of refugees. These are not people um, that, uh, you know, when we talk about the refugee crisis that Europe has been facing for the last few years, um, it, mainly from Syria. Uh, I don't know that any Syrians are going to be involved in any of this as well. Most of these are from other countries. They're from Iraq, Iran, uh, Afghanistan. Those are some of the states, some of the countries that Governor Hutchinson mentioned in his paperwork. Yeah. And a good and a good chunk of those are folks who have been assisting our American military in our conflicts over there who have been put in personal peril just because of their association with us. And that's part of the vetting, uh, again, that's taking place. That these are people that and those are the kinds of people that we want to help because they have been very, very uh, uh, in, in, instructive and informative for us in carrying out our mission over there. So that that's another thing that gives me a little bit of a cause uh, to to think, you know, because we're all trying to sort this out. Again, what are we, this is the 31st, so it's been about a week since we heard about this. We're trying to figure out how, how alarming should I be and how, mm-hmm. you know, what what can give me comfort with this. The fact that President Trump's in charge gives me some comfort with, uh, with the fact of who's coming into our country, because that's his hot-button issue. All right. We're going to let you go. Go back. You getting a hamburger? I, I get I get the chocolate chip ice cream every time I go, hey, and it is worthwhile. Senator, I just want you to know that there's a big difference between you and the Senator Garner just called in, and he was talking about how he had just left the gym and he had been working out, and now you're calling us. You're at Brahms eating ice cream, so he was dead, he was he was deadlifting like 350 right. pounds. Yeah, I'm I'm going to deadlift about 330 single scoops, but then I promise you that my exercise regimen on January second will be uh non-stop it'll be great and uh, I'll, I'll report my success to you State and Rep- I understand also senator garner and i have the same birthday we're both born on december 24th oh, that's right you cool yeah. you are exactly yeah. right all right well we appreciate your time thank you very much uh, let me be the first to wish you a very uh, happy new year and we will talk to you in 2020 Hey, thank you very much. Happy New Year to you guys as well. Great to talk to you as always. All right. Bye-bye now. All right. So that was State Representative uh, Carlton Wing from North Little Rock. Some interesting information from him. I'm glad to hear and and maybe could be swayed a little bit Mm -hmm. if I find out that the people that are going to be relocated. I'd like to know where he got that information. Sure. I think, I mean, what American would say, I don't want somebody to come here because, you know, if they help, literally helped our military in their country. But how many of those people? Yeah, he says a possibility. That doesn't mean all these refugees are great. That's what I said. Yeah, right. Exactly. I didn't say so. He didn't say that they... They were uh, people that were refugees because uh, they've been helping the United States and were mm-hmm. needing to be relocated. But he said, you know, there was a possibility of that. And uh, we really don't know. The problem is, is there was no transparency before no. it was yeah, signed. Yeah, that's the problem here. There was, there was no information it was for, before it was uh, uh, before it was done. It was done without everybody knowing it. And, and that that's what we're all against. Uh, let everybody know what's going on. Let us know the purpose and let us know the checkpoints. I mean, mm-hmm. that's going let's, back let's to what, what the senator has yeah, said. Exactly. Let's do what we're going to do out in the open. It's pretty let's bad. Let's not tell we're everybody not, you know, to vote for this bill. we got to wait until the 13th to have transparency. Exactly right. Let's not tell everybody to vote for this bill and that it's going to kill something 
and then do a line item veto then have it do exactly the opposite mm-hmm. i mean we have some history of very little transparency in our in our government and and uh People need to know what's going on and why it's going on. All right. Got to get our final break in. Let's do that. We're talking about the governor's plan to allow refugees uh, from we're not sure where uh, here into the state of uh, Arkansas. We'll continue that discussion when we come back with Senator Kim Hammer on the Dave Ellswick Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 